1: Welcome, welcome to Spaz and Out, America's
2: Podcast. Recorded live from Boston. Ah! Broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali.
1: Probably need to start the podcast out today by talking about pizza. I'm going to have to. If you listen to me this morning... Or whenever you're listening to the podcast, if you listen to me on Gresh and Keith, I did trending. We had some good audio from the streets. But if you were listening to me, we had a discussion about pizza. And I've talked about pizza a bazillion times on my podcast. I've dedicated a whole episode, if not more, to pizza. Cheese pizza to be exact. Because there is no other pizza besides pe- uh, cheese pizza. You know how I feel about this. If you're not eating cheese pizza, you've given up your right. To cheese pizza. It's the only pizza you should be eating. So please do yourself a favor. Go back into my catalog of podcasts. I have over 300 episodes. Look up the podcast on cheese pizza and you'll get where I'm coming from. You'll feel what I'm putting out there when it comes to cheese pizza. Just know this. If we ever go out to eat together and I order a cheese pizza, and you order something other than a cheese pizza, well, you can't have a piece of my cheese pizza. Trust me, I could yell even more about it, but my voice is a little bit messed. Don't you, bro, you can't have any of my cheese. Not to mention that you shouldn't be ordering anything other than cheese pizza. So let's say we're out to eat, and you sit down, and we both agree we're going to get pizza, and you're a douche, and you get like pepperoni, pineapple, some fucked up pizza. And then I would say, well, ma'am, to the, to the waitress, we're going to get two cheese pizzas. And the guy's like, nah, man, I'm not going to have any cheese. Yep. You're always going to go for cheese. You're always going to try to take a slice of my cheese and everybody always eats cheese pizza. Cheese pizza's the best. I think I need to rekindle my pizza series podcast pizza where I'm, where I wanted to go around and eating pizza all through Massachusetts, cheese pizza only and rating. I have a rating system for my pizza. The most you can really get for me on a pizza is a 9. And if it's a 10, it's outstanding. I've never had a 10. Here's how I rate pizza. There's three ingredients, really, to pizza. You have cheese, sauce, and dough or crust. And that's how I rate it. You get a 1. So the, the dough gets a one, 1 through 3. 3 being the best dough you've ever had, the best crust you've ever had. 1 being it sucks. Sauce gets rated the same way. One to three. Three being it's a phenomenal sauce. One being it's a crappy sauce. And cheese, I would rate it the same way, one to three. Now I don't say that to you, don't come out and say it. I just that's how I formulate my rating. Typically, right, you you can't really so so you can fuck crust up. If crust is burnt, garbage. If you have bubble butts on your pizza, those little bubbles that pop through, garbage. Nobody wants that. I and I like to have my crust Somewhere between doughy and crunchy. It's in the middle. If it's too crunchy, it sucks. If it's too doughy, it's terrible. Same thing with, with the underneath. It needs to be delicious. The next thing I can't stand is I don't like there to be any space. There's, like, there's usually a fingerful of sauce between crust and cheese. I don't like that. I like cheese straight to the crust. So you have too much sauce. And at that, that, that goes in the rating of sauce. Is your sauce too sweet? Is it too salty? Did you burn the fucking sauce? disgusting. And then the same thing with the cheese. I like my cheese to go from the bottom of the slice all the way to the top, all the way to the top. You can never have enough cheese. I want mounds, gooey, ooey, delicious cheese. You can never have enough. And if you burn it, you really can't fuck the cheese up, bro. But if you burn it, of course you've messed it up. I mean, I could go on and on about cheese pizza. That's how I feel about it. I love the stuff. This is spazzing out. America's Podcast. Do the podcast Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights on Facebook and Instagram. If you're watching on Facebook, click the bell so you'll know when we're on. Share the feed right now. It's the least you can do. I'm not asking for money. I'm not asking you to do anything like that. Share the feed. Send it right now. Write this. Everybody stop what you're doing and share this to your friends. Let them know we're doing America's Podcast. On Instagram, I have no idea if you can do that. Send it to your story or something like that. Also, follow my page. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me here on Facebook as well. Most people, though, listen on an app. They listen on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartMedia, Media, Odyssey, Hey Alexa, play spazzing out America's podcast. Somewhere around 3,000 streams a day. It's phenomenal. Thank you so much for listening. But people are listening on their way to the car. What I do is I record it live right now, and then I upload it the next day. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you have a fresh episode of spazzing out America's podcast when you're on your way to work, in the bathroom, on your way home, or whenever you listen to it. Today, on today's podcast, we're going to cover the president, Kamala Harris. I affectionately call her the president. Even though Joe Biden is the president, we all know who's in charge. A couple of things we want to talk about Kamala. She's not down at the border. We're going to hear from uh, I'm going to talk about the border because my favorite senator, my favorite senator on the planet that's uh, from uh, Louisiana, Senator Kennedy, who famously said this. You
2: hate cops just because they're cops. You don't know anything about them. Then next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead.
1: Call a crackhead. I I love this senator. He has some comments on what's going on down on the border. We're going to get that towards the end of the program. But right now, it's official. It is 100% official. Kamala Harris wants to make sure that we all have access to porn because that's the only thing we look up online is porn. She wants internet access throughout the United States, affordable internet access to make sure that rural communities and farm communities get access to porn. It's so important to her. The need for affordable and accessible high-speed internet. There is a need for affordable, and I agree, but I, 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 want free internet because porn is free on the internet and I want more porn for every, every, it's a, it's a, a fucking, it's red, white, and blue through and through porn and everybody needs it. Now I'm sure that's not why she's putting it out there. Um, she believes that the government should pay or should fi- She believes that the internet is part of the new infrastructure back in the thirties. FDR believed that every American should have electricity, and that the United States of America should build the infrastructure. Um, the roads were built by the United States because, as infrastructure, uh, I don't know if the real roads were. <clears throat> I'm going to guess that the railroads were not paid for by the government. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, uh, maybe they were. What, what, what does this do? Well, let, let Kamala Harris tell you why. Here, here's a little more from Kamala. I believe we must
0: act again to connect America, and to allow all Americans to have access to those basic needs that allow them to raise their families, allow them to educate their families, to do their work. And in the 21st century, broadband is critical to all of that, and broadband is critical infrastructure, therefore.
1: Broadband is critical infrastructure. We need all Americans to have access to broadband for education reasons or for porn searching reasons or so that the government can snoop on you. It's it's something I used to believe back when Barack Obama was handing out free phones, the Obama phone. I was like, this guy wants everybody to have a phone so that they can track everybody. So instead of saying, hey, uh, you know, instead of actually physically snooping on you, they don't have to because they just give, hey, anybody that can't afford a phone, we're going to give you a phone so that you can be accounted. Anybody that can't afford Internet. We're going to give you internet so that we can tap into your computer and watch you at any given moment. That's just me in my head. I don't know. I can understand the need to make an infrastructure for the internet, to make an infrastructure. I I mean, it's, it's got a lot to do with national security. You know, the roads or the bridges or the, and the highways, you know, it got sold on us as a way for transportation. But at the time, it was really a way to be able to get the military across the United States. But, of course, now, good luck trying to move anything here in Boston. If, if we were under attack, the military would fucking forget it. If they were trying to go through Boston and it'd take like 45, 45, dude, two hours. I sat in traffic for two hours yesterday. It's insane. My thing is, the government tries to make everything seem like it's for you. They wouldn't give a crap about broadband and making sure everybody has it. If they didn't have an agenda behind it, if they didn't want to control it, what they would like to do is they would like to make sure everybody has access to the internet. They would like to provide that companies aren't going to say anything because companies want everybody to have, I mean, shit, I want everybody to have access to the internet so they can listen to Spaz and Go to America's podcast. It would benefit me, but it's going to benefit big corporations even bigger. It's going to benefit Facebook even more. It's going to benefit NBC, Disney more if everybody has more access to the internet. They don't want to help you. What they want to do is broaden the reach of government by making sure that everybody can get online. The next thing after that, once the Internet is everyone's home, they're probably just not having people vote online, which would be just ridiculously beaten to death with fraud. So the whole point of the thing, and we'll let Kamala Harris continue. I believe we
0: must act again to connect America, and to allow all Americans to have access to those basic needs that allow them to raise their families, allow them to educate their families, to do their work. And in the 21st century, broadband is critical to all of that, and broadband
1: is critical infrastructure, therefore. It's critical infrastructure. Kamala Harris wants to make sure that every single American has access to porn, and I think that they should. Why not? I mean, I guess if you're going to make sure that every American... (laughs) What else do kids do? I'm sure my 13-year-old son, I'm in the basement where I do my podcast. My daughter's behind the thing over there where I do my podcast in the basement. I'm sure that my son is online looking at porn. I sure as hell look at porn. Uh, Everybody else in this country probably looks at porn. So we're going to make sure that the farmers... And people living in middle America, we're going to make sure the minorities and the people living on tribal, in, in tribal communities have access to free porn. Or what they would really like to do is make sure you guys all have access so that they can use the internet and take control of the internet. So that they can control the things that we do online. Forget about net neutrality. They'd probably like to get rid of that as well. But at your cost. It's going to cost us more money. This is all part of Joe Biden's new initiative or new infrastructure initiative. It's not about building roads. It's about bringing America together. It's the information highway that they want to build. Well, it's already there, but they want to make it bigger to make sure that everybody has access to it. And I'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Certainly I like roads, but the way roads get, I mean, do we uh, I actually just thought of this everywhere we go, we pay tolls. Will we now have to pay tolls for internet access because the government built they made sure everybody got broadband, but if you want high speed broadband, you're going to have to pay the government a toll to get a faster internet connection. I mean, I get it. You already pay companies to pay for, for, for faster speeds. I don't know if you guys know that Comcast has a new thing where if you go over, like, let's say, 2,000, no, it's uh, 1,200, tw- 1,200 uh, gigs of internet a month, you have to pay more. Here in, the United, I mean, here in Massachusetts, it got pushed out a few months. But starting in, I think, September, if you go over 1,200 gigs, you're going to pay $10 for every 50 gigs you go over the top. Or you could just get unlimited. It's just a way for them to make more money. I don't know. All I can tell you is that the government doesn't do shit. They don't do a single thing, not one thing, unless they benefit. They, let's bring it home. I like to bring these things home all the time. I don't do anything unless I'm going to benefit. Do you understand? The government doesn't do anything unless they're going to benefit. That's my daughter, honey, watch out. Unless they're going to benefit. And that's why they're doing this. There is something in there for them. And there's something in there for big corporations to make sure that everybody has internet. Are, are there helpful things? Great. Everybody will have access to online schooling. Everybody will have access to online education. You, you can all pay you $10 a month to get your kids ABC mouse. My daughter does ABC mouse cost me 10 bucks a month. Honestly, I don't even know if she uses it. I have no clue. But anyways, there you go. The United States of America is going to ensure that each and every one of us have porn in our homes. They're going to make sure that it's in the royal communities, the tribal communities, and the communities where there's minorities. Now, since we're talking about Kamala Harris, her and Jill Biden, Jill, Joe Biden's wife, are having a little bit of a beef and I could see why. A new book just came out that that's that's alleging that Jill Biden does not like Kamala Harris, that she's pissed off at Kamala Harris for basically calling Joe Biden a racist back when we were on the campaign trail. She and I'll play the audio of what she said. She didn't come out and call him a racist, but she basically said it. But then there was a photo of them Friday, I think, and they were hugging for the public. I, this is one thing I can't stand about politicians. Just be real. I would much like it better it would be much better if Jill Biden just Jill just came out and was like, you know what? I don't like Kamala Harris. She's a freaking bitch. She called my husband a racist. How, how should I, why should I like her? But of course for the public, they have to hug and they have to kiss and they got to be buddy-buddy. But here's Kamala Harris back when they were on the campaign trail before Joe Biden got the nomination, before Joe brought her on as a uh, VP. And it is personal, and I
0: was actually very, it was hurtful to hear you talk about the reputations of two United States senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation of race in this country. And it was not only that, but you also worked with them to oppose busing. And, you know, there was a little girl in California who was part of the second class to integrate her public schools. And she was bused to school
1: every day. And that little girl was me. And that little girl was me. Right in that moment, she basically said to Joe, you're a racist. You supported senators that supported uh, segregation. You're a racist. She didn't come out and say it. She didn't say, you're, I, 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 I mean, that's blatant that she called them a racist. And, and then they continue to get into a beef from this exchange.
3: I did not oppose busing in America. What I opposed is busing ordered by the Department of Education. That's what I opposed. Well, I there did was not a oppose. failure
0: of, of states to, to integrate no, public schools in America. I was part of the, the second class to integrate Berkeley, the, California, public schools almost two decades after Brown v. Board of Education.
3: Because your city council made that decision. It was so a local that's decision. where the
0: federal government must step now, in. That's why we have the Voting Rights Act in. and the Civil Rights Act. That's why we need to pass the Equality Act. That's why we need to pass the ERA because That's there are moments in history where states fail to preserve the
1: civil rights of I all people. I have supported the okay. ERA. All right, listen. If you are Joe Biden's wife, Jill, you're pissed at this point. Whether you think Joe Biden's a racist or not, imagine for a second you're just Joe. You're just Joe's wife. Imagine for a second you're you're just a husband or a wife. And some piece of crap just called you a racist and, and you believe that you're not. They've, this person just called you a racist. They called you out. Then they went on to shit all over your record. And you're like, wait a second. I'm just merely giving the city council, I just wanted to fight for the city council's right to decide for themselves and not have the federal government put their finger in it. Now, listen, that goes against everything Joe Biden's for. He's all for the federal government making decisions and not local municipalities. Fine. Put that aside. If you're Joe Biden, Jill, if you are Jill, you hate this lady. You can't stand her. And they got to wheel them out together and they have to be fake and they have to hug and they have to kiss. I think the country would appreciate it if we got a little truth. I think the country would love it much better if you guys just came out and said, we don't get along. I think this lady's a bitch. She called my husband a racist. We would love it. I think Americans would be okay with it. We're normal people. It's like if you were hugging your neighbor and his dog shit all over your lawn and then the next day you were like, and you're you like, you know, fuck this guy. I can't stand him and his dog. And then the next day you're like hugging and high-fiving the guy, eating and drinking his beers while playing cornhole over at his fucking house. It doesn't fly. We're, people People don't want to be bullshitted. And that's what's going on. This, this soap opera, this garbage. And that goes to even prove even more that Joe Biden doesn't want Kamala Harris to be his vice president. He got forced into making the decision. They said, you have to take her, and that's just the way it is. And then Joe gives her the border, and she does nothing down on the border. She goes over here, she talks about, oh, we want to have fucking internet all over the place, and I want to hug Jill Biden, but I don't go down to the border. Speaking of the border... Whoa, down we go. Hold on, everybody. The, uh... I get so fired up that I knocked over my... See if I can fix that. I don't know that I can. Hold on. Fuck. All right. Hopefully that'll say I, I, for those of you that, that are listening on the, on the podcast, I just knocked over one of my, um, my tablets. All right. Our good friend, the Senator from uh, Louisiana. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, everybody's got to hold. At, you know, maybe one of these days I'll, I'll have equipment that works, I'll have a, a, a podcast set up where I don't have to worry about shit falling over, um, hold on, it's, we, we lost all feeds. Fucking nightmare, dude. I, I wonder if anybody else who, who hosts a, uh, a podcast... Has to deal with this shit. Literally. I mean, I do this from my basement. I do it on two tablets. And I and I record it on some, on a, uh, this thing called Anchor. It's a fucking nightmare. On, on a daily basis, dude, shit's got to go wrong. Phone's got to fall over. My daughter's got to fucking knock something over. The lighting. Something. I can't stand it, man. I got to fucking spend some money on this. So anyways, let's just get back to the border. My, my good friend. Call a here. Senator Kennedy from Louisiana. Has some comments on the border, well, and, the, and here you go. And we have to, and I have to agree with him. According, let's listen to the the senator.
2: Well, the uh, the Department of Homeland Security has announced that the uh, the border is closed, mm-hmm. but they lie like they breathe. I mean, I don't mean to be ugly, but they lie like they breathe. When I heard when I heard the secretary say the border is closed, I, my mind went back to that image of President clinton looking the american people in the eye and saying i did not have sex with that woman
1: so that's senator kennedy from louisiana saying that the border is most certainly open and he doesn't understand why the biden administration is saying they've closed it because they have not closed it someone just said i sound like shit on i don't care they have not closed it millions of people are coming in here's the senator the senator continues with how many people uh, have come in uh, I've
2: been to the border. If you if you believe the border is closed, you believe in the tooth fairy, the Easter bunny, and that Jimmy Hoffa died of natural causes. We'll have two million people come into the United States this year illegally, thanks to the Biden administration. They have no idea who they are, except they're coming from all over the world. Uh, the Biden administration has almost completely halted any kind of deportation of people already here illegally. America has been has become one giant sanctuary city.
1: America has become one giant sanctuary city. Kamala Harris, who's supposed to be in charge of it, has not even been to the border once. Texas is protected. The, the state of Texas is our only hope to keep people out of this country. The, the fucking Biden administration is sending people, sending migrant children, teenagers... That are unaccompanied to different states at nighttime. They're sneaking them in to other states and dropping them off. They're bloop here you go. Bloop is some teenagers. Bloop is some teenagers. Bloop, two million, two million illegal immigrants coming across the border in the first four, five, six, well, five months of his presidency. And these are people you're going to have to pay for. They're coming with the elderly. These people, they're not even. They can't even work. They're not even, at least for the love of God, bring workers. At least if you're going to sneak in, bring some fucking value. When you bring your senior citizens, all they do is they take a spot from one of our senior citizens in a nursing home. They take a spot from one of our senior citizens that needs to get in the hospital, that needs to get Medicare, that needs help. They're taking their spots. The kids that they bring over are taking your kids' spots in school. The kids that they're bringing over are forcing teachers to teach them 30 kids instead of 20 kids. So our kids' education is getting fucked with. At the very least, you could bring earners over. Bring some dudes that will work. bring some. Because American kids don't want to work anyways. Honestly. The, 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 the 20-year-olds, 25-year-olds, 26-year-olds. Let the Mexicans take care. They can fucking do the work. But bring some workers. People that are going to live here from 20 for the rest of their life. And they're going to pay taxes at least. And they're going to be providers at least for the love of God. But fuck it. Because they're gonna take that money and they're gonna send it back over anyways. It's really disgusting what's going on down there. What's worse is that the Biden administration, I love the word gaslighting, they gaslight you on everything. Well, we shut the border down. That's what they're saying. The border shut. I don't, we don't know what you're talking about. We've shut the border down. They have not shut the border down. Shutting the border down is something Donald Trump did by building the fence. He said, We're gonna build the fence and then told Mexico, we don't want your fucking people coming here. Keep them out. And then he gave money to ICE, and he gave money to Homeland Security, said, hey, make sure these people don't come into our country. You have people coming over with Joe Biden t-shirts on, and he's not kicking anyone out. If you can't see the problem in that, then you probably can understand what Joe Biden was saying today at FEMA. Because FEMA, all of a sudden, has billions of dollars to hand out to states, allegedly states. I can't stand. Dude, the way these fucking people talk, all they care about is um, they care about rural communities, minorities, and fucking tribal communities. Listen to this donkey at FEMA today.
3: Today, I'm announcing that FEMA is going to make a $1 billion available to the states, territories, tribes, and rural communities. To the Building Resilience Infrastructure and Communities Program,
1: I, I don't know what the, what does that mean. So does that mean that you're gonna the FEMA is gonna have an extra billion dollars just to give to rural communities, minorities, and tribal communities? I I live in a FEMA flood zone. I don't know if you guys know this, right? So let me t- let me explain this to you. I live in one of those FEMA flood zones. I have to pay five thousand dollars a year to FEMA because I live in one of those fucking zones and you can't even use the insurance unless a natural disaster has, or or an emergency, a state of emergency has been enacted by your governor or by the federal government. So like, for example, let's say we get a shit ton of rain and the water table's high here. My basement gets flooded. I'm not covered. I pay for the fucking flood insurance, but I'm not covered unless the state's or the federal government deems it to be a state of emergency, deems it to be a natural disaster. So I just pay this fucking money for no reason. Because it's happened plenty of times where we've got big rain, the water table goes up, and I've got water in my basement and shit has got ruined. And Coffima, they're like, well, it wasn't deemed a natural disaster. It's not a state of emergency. Sorry, we can't help you. Well, then why am I paying the flood insurance? So that you could take my money. And you could have a billion dollars so that you can use it on rural communities and tribal communities. Bro, I'm fucking Native American. Bring some tribal community money right here in Revere. $5,000 a month. I've lived there for seven years. them that's $35,000. I've paid the FEMA, and I get nothing for it. Nada. Fucking nada. It's a hidden tax on people who live in flood zones. God damn. Fucking pisses me off. So anyways... Joe continues.
3: Not about red states and blue states. You all know that. It's about having people's backs at the toughest moments that they face. Ready with food, water, blankets, shelters, and more.
1: Now, did you hear that? It's not about red states. It's not about blue states. We want to make sure everybody's got food. What it's about is that FEMA, although very helpful in some natural disasters, screws other Americans. I get screwed on a yearly basis, by having to pay $5,000 for flood insurance that I can't use unless there is something. There's never going to be a frigging natural disaster or a national state or, or a state of emergency on Revere Beach. It's never going to happen. It's never coming. And so, as long as I live here, I will always have to pay $5,000 uh, 500, uh, $5, tax a year to FEMA so that other people can benefit from it. It's ridiculous. I should get to use it. If my basement gets flooded, I don't give a shit how it happens. If it gets flooded from rain or from uh, underground tables of water, I should get to use it. It's insane. The whole reason we even got on this is Joe Biden was speaking at the FEMA headquarters and he said this, and I have no fucking clue what he was talking about. None. Please, if you can decipher what this man is speaking about, go ahead.
3: But uh, there's, you know, there to be... You know, beginning uh, this effort uh, for 2021 is—I uh, think we've learned a few lessons from last year as well. There's help us; we they're you know being there to help uh, clear roads, rebuild main streets, uh, and so that families can get back to their lives. Uh, that's the theme it does every single day.
1: That's unedited. That, that is straight up, un, it sounds like someone edited together a bunch of clips. That's scary. We should be nervous about that. That our president can't even put together. Like, listen, I can't put sentences together, but I'm not the president of the United States. I'm just a moron that runs a junk removal company and does a podcast from his fucking basement. When our president can't talk and it's unedited, this is straight up unedited audio. But
3: uh, there's, you know, there to be, you know, beginning... Uh this effort uh, for 2021
1: the guy sounds like he's been like he's been drinking all night he's had like 20 beers and someone asked him a question and he's like ah uh, uh. but uh
3: there's you know there to be you know beginning uh this effort uh, for 2021 is uh...
1: that's how the guy should sound when I, when i see him and i say hey joe and i would say this to trump or to any president stop screwing the american people With the FEMA flood insurance that never get to use it. $35,000. It's just like health insurance. It's just like car insurance. Here in Massachusetts, you have to have car insurance. It's mandated. Imagine if you owned, if you had a business in an industry where the government mandated you used it. They mandate it because. Car insurance is mandated. Health insurance is mandated. FEMA flood insurance if you live in a flood zone is mandated. Why? Because they need the money to make up for the mutants that abuse it. They need the money to make up for the... St- like. It's like, listen, healthcare, I hardly ever go to the doctors. Since I was 20, I can't remember the last time I had a fever. I hardly ever get sick. Now I lose my voice every, every now and then like I did now. I've never broken a bone. I've never spent more than a a half hour in a hospital. The longest time I ever spent in hospitals was when my father fucking died. I never go. Someone like me, I could get away. I'm telling you, I could live without not having health insurance. I have for years. But they need the healthy people to pay health insurance so that they can take your money and pay for other fucking people. So that they could take your money and pay for the illegal immigrants. So that they could take your money and pay for people that roll into the goddamn emergency room and claim that, that, that just have like a, a, a hangnail. Same thing with flood insurance, FEMA flood insurance. They need people like me that live in an alleged flood zone, that over seven years you pay $35, $35,000 into their system, 35 grand. When you have a flood in your basement caused by rainwater, you can't use it because it needs to be a natural disaster. It needs to be a state of an emergency. They take my $35,000 and they hand it over in the form of the billion dollars that they're going to give to tribal communities. That they're going to help out rural communities. What about helping me out? How about don't mandate that I need to have insurance that I can't fucking use? How about that? just like car insurance. If you're a good driver, it listen, literally, you need they force you to pay things like car insurance so they can pay for the a-holes, so they can pay for the people that don't have it. Massachusetts is a no-fault state. This shit don't even matter. You get in a car accident, and then they figure it out. with They tell the fucking insurance companies, hey, you guys figure that shit out. Go ahead. Make this guy pay. Make this guy pay 50-50. Peace. It's ridiculous. But no one ever thinks of it. No one ever sits back and thinks about it. All all we care about, and I do too, because it makes me laugh, is this.
3: But uh, there's, you know, there to be, you know, beginning uh, this effort uh, for 2021 is... uh...
1: Call a crackhead. Call a crackhead. I absolutely love the senator. From well, Louis, the, Louisiana, this guy's... Uh,
2: I've been to the border. If you if you believe the border is closed, you believe in the Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny, and that Jimmy Hoffa died of natural causes.
1: This guy tells it how it is. If you think the border's closed, you're a retard. I love politicians that speak the truth, or at least their truth. They don't hide it. They don't go and hug the vice president. The, the vice president doesn't go and hug the president's wife, After they've had a confrontation, after Jill has said that you're a bitch for shitting on my husband and calling him a racist, and then you hug in person. It's disgusting. All right, guys, that's it. Thank you so much for tuning in to Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Five times a week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is when I record it. It gets uploaded to a podcast platform Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Five fresh episodes a week. 3,000 plus streams on fresh episodes every day on the platform. I appreciate it. You guys are listening in your car, I guess, or on the toilet, or you're doing something, or maybe someone, you know, maybe somebody in my family set up a computer that it plays it over and over and over again 3,000 times. I don't know. But I appreciate the growth. Share it with someone. Do me a favor. Text someone the link to the podcast Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Pandora iHeartMedia, Odyssey, Hey Alexa, play Spazzing Out, America's podcast.
2: Call a crackhead.
1: God bless. God bless America.